Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we are going to have so much fun today. I can tell just because of, you know, talking with my guests. Actually, when I saw the promo photo that she sent me. I thought, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a fun person to talk to. Um, And we really are going to have a great time today talking with Ann Bennett. So please join me in welcoming Ann to our program today. Welcome, Ann. Thank you, Deborah. It's really a pleasure to be here. Great, great. Well, yeah, we're going to have a ton of fun. Um, And so let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will dive into this. So an award-winning graphic designer for Vogue magazine and brand profit builder, Ann Bennett has helped many talented entrepreneurs illuminate, translate, and amplify their unique brands so that they can stand out and get noticed and known, making a big impact and making bank. Anne helps entrepreneurs build a head-whipping brand identity that positions their influence and explodes their profits to six figures and beyond. So again, Anne, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's always so amazing to hear the intro of I yourself. I know. And we write them ourselves, or we have a publicist that does it, but I'm always like, ooh. <laughs> Right. I'm that way too. I'm like, ooh, who is that? This is going to be so much fun. She sounds really great. Um, So let's go, let's go back in the little way back machine. Tell us how it is that you got to where you are now and how you discovered that this is your true passion in life. That's a really great question. You know, I was always a very passionate child. Mm -hmm. I was always a very curious child. Okay. And of course, my father uh, tried to control that. <laughs> I don't it know wasn't why. It was ladylike, right? Yes. You were not ladylike. My father was from the South. My dad mm. was from Texas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so he had an idea of what little girls would be like. Right. And of course, I was exactly the opposite, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I say pe- to, to people, I've never followed the rules. I never have, and I never will. Mm-hmm. It's not new for me to be out on the edge. Mm-hmm doing something, right? So I, um, I studied in school to become an artist, a painter. Okay. That's actually what took me to New York. Mm. And um, of course, in the, in the meantime, I needed a job. <laughs> Those bills have to be paid. Pay How rude. <laughs> and my father, my father wanted me to be a teacher because he was a high school principal. Mm. And I was like, dad, no, I'm going to go to New York right. and be famous. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to be a teacher. That's so, so normal. Mm-hmm. Remember, we were talking about normal. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I did go to New York and uh, created a huge career in the graphic mm-hmm. magazine, art direction, mm-hmm. and design. And, um, you know, I had uh, been in New York for God, a good long time, probably 20 years. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
I used to work out every morning. I'm a very active kind of person. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was coming out of my favorite coffee store and I'm trotting up Fifth Avenue and all these people are standing on the corner and they're looking mm-hmm. up. And I'm like, you know, kind of monkey see, monkey do kind of mm-hmm. deal. Right. So I look up and to the left to see the first plane hit the World Trade Center. Whoa. Yeah. And that was like, it just takes your breath away, really. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, my DNA completely rearranged. Mm-hmm. And as that day unfolded and the events of the day, mm-hmm. um, I stopped caring about a lot of outward glitz and glamour. Mm-hmm. I, I was working at Vogue mm-hmm. at that time, you know. Yeah, it's as glitzy and as glamorous as it gets. <laughs> pretty powerful, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, who's better than me? Kind mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, I stopped caring about it in, mm-hmm. the, in, in the same way. And I wanted my life to matter mm-hmm. on a deeper level than fashion. I mean, mm-hmm. fashion is very powerful right. and mm-hmm. I really admire Anna Wintour, who is mm-hmm. the editor-in-chief, because she uses her influence not just in fashion, but mm-hmm. politics and women's rights and art. Right. And, you know, she covers the gamut. Mm-hmm. But to me, it was like, yeah, what, what do I want to do with my life, mm-hmm. my one precious life? Mm-hmm. And who am I really? What is my purpose? Mm-hmm you know, being here and what does mm-hmm. my energy want to convey mm-hmm. to other people? And I wanted to help people. I was very much um, an introvert, mm-hmm. not too much like you, Deborah. I was more on the spectrum because mm-hmm. I was an artist. I spent a lot of time alone right. mm-hmm. in my studio and mm-hmm. then I would come out for shows or mm-hmm. if I was showing or whatever, but mostly quiet, you know, very, very quiet. And I was like, you know, I want to step out and be... I want to make an impact Mm -hmm. bigger than what I perceived I had been doing Mm -hmm. in my life up until then. And I wanted to really help people. So I decided to do a lot of studying, um, spiritual work, inner work with, Mm -hmm. um, you know, Marianne Williamson, Jerry and Esther Hicks, Tony Robbins, all these people that were about expand and and explode. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was kind of, I wouldn't say shy, but I was the person behind the famous people, mm-hmm. you know, behind the mm-hmm. famous designers mm-hmm. and photographers. Right. I wasn't the person that people saw. Mm-hmm. It was more like behind the camera mm-hmm. kind of person. So for me, it was like, well, what, what are my talent, skills, and abilities? I know we were talking about you have people that want to become entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? And it's, a, it's quite a big leap from working mm-hmm. For someone, but what you you want to look at Mm -hmm. is what I did, which is what are my talent, skills, and abilities? Mm -hmm. What do I love? What breaks my heart? And what makes me hop and mad? Mm -hmm. Those those, uh, passionate things, if Mm -hmm. you will, about what I care about. So Mm -hmm. for me, it was like, you know, I had spent 25 years illuminating, translating, and magnifying stories mm-hmm. and, and writing headlines and, and working with all these editors mm-hmm. and photographers and things like that. So it was a natural progression mm-hmm. to take those skills and abilities and apply them to entrepreneurs right. and really help them mm-hmm. to understand what makes them fascinating mm-hmm. to other people mm-hmm. and how they could use their personalities and their points of view mm-hmm to actually 
uh, distinguish themselves in the mm-hmm. marketplace from others doing what they're doing, mm-hmm. right? We're all doing certain things. There's millions of branders. Mm-hmm. There's millions of other uh, real estate people and all the other uh, different jobs that you can mm-hmm. have or skills that you can have. And mm-hmm. how do you stand out? Mm-hmm. How do you really make an impact so people want to be with you right. over another person? Mm-hmm. It's really about style mm-hmm. and it's about your essence. Right. People are attracted to your energy, mm-hmm. right. right? Whatever that is, it could be quiet mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. Or it could be really loud mm-hmm. and that's totally fine. But you're going to attract people based mm-hmm. on who you are. Right. right. Yeah, one of the key words that, that we hear in marketing a lot now is, is being authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and it's funny because it's, it's one of those words that we're almost like, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know, because we've heard it so much. <laughs> yes. But it is, it's still so very important because I think many times we think that we shouldn't stand out. We shouldn't rock the boat. Um, we shouldn't bring attention to ourselves. And, and so we're not being authentic to ourselves. Um, you know, and, and whether that's uh, you know, with, with your brand, with your product, all of those various things. And I think you know, in, in a lot of ways, that is very true, especially for our generation. I mean, you know, we were laughing at the start yeah. that, that, you know, you were told that what you, you know, just being you wasn't being ladylike. And I remember, you know, and I still get told on occasion, shh, you're so loud. It's calm. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm like, uh, um, you know, and, and <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm like, okay, whatever. And, and and obviously there are appropriate times and inappropriate times, but, but yeah, I mean we we do have to be authentic to ourselves, and I think for the most part men are used to that, you know, and and but women really are still having to learn that, and I I love you know we were talking before the program that we love millennials because they you know they have a totally different view of the world, but I think the cool thing is obviously they have been raised to do that. You know, your father wanted you to be a teacher. Our generation wants our young young women and young men to be leaders and right. to stand out and, and all of those various things and to do what makes them feel good. Um, you know, for the people who are like, ew, millennials, hello, you raised them. <laughs> you know? um, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and, and but I think it is so true that you know we, we have had to have this mind shift that being authentic is not a bad thing. Well, I agree completely. I think, too, uh, to your point about what's authentic and people mm-hmm. hear it over and over, I prefer to use, um, you know, when you can really be in touch with your heart, mm-hmm. people will feel it. Right. People see it. Mm-hmm. People, you know, it's about, it's really about a connection. Mm-hmm. To another person mm-hmm. and not having kind of the mask on or or so mm-hmm. much of it that you can't feel the other person it right. was Maya Angelou said and I'll, I'll just paraphrase you know no one's going to remember your name or what mm-hmm. you do but they're always remember how you made them right. feel mm-hmm. and in branding and messaging and it, when you're in your business it's about how people feel mm-hmm. right not being I mean seriously you can be the smartest mm-hmm. and you can be the best at what you do. Mm-hmm. And people are not going to care mm-hmm. if they don't, if they can't connect with you. Right. Right. It's really about a connection. So mm-hmm. authenticity to me mm-hmm. 
is a is about being who you are mm-hmm. really if you're a nurturer i have these cards i don't know if i told you about these i have no. these cards i have these branding cards they're really cool oh i love them uh, mm-hmm. i'll tell you about it so mm-hmm. if you're a nurturer be a nurturer right you know? that's okay and it's totally fine mm-hmm. and if you're a disruptor like madonna mm-hmm. you know be a disruptor mm-hmm. and if you're an innovator be an innovator mm-hmm. and if you're a geek just be one. Right. Fly that geek flag. Exactly. <laughs> because people, that's what people are going to, they're going to want that. Mm-hmm. So for all my geeks, I always say, look, you are the people that love spreadsheets, that love mm-hmm. numbers, that love to track things that mm-hmm. I know if I give you something, right. it's going to get done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Above and beyond what I do to mm-hmm. mess it up, right? <laughs> right. I could do it, but it'll take me five times as long. They're just like, boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom. And I'm like, I love mm-hmm. those people because mm-hmm. I need that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you're creative, you need a lot of support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, the, those numbers and things like that are like, yeah. Are not always, mm-hmm. are not always what, where you want to go. But mm-hmm. for, um, I think that every aspect of the personality is really important to magnify. Mm-hmm. So like if you're a geek, I, I use, we were talking about this earlier. I mm-hmm. use Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. right. as, as the iconic mm-hmm. model. Right. So you can see what that means. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean you're a geek and you're like a wallflower. Right. It means, oh no, you research, mm-hmm. you understand. Mm-hmm. A lot of my clients that are in the healing arts or that mm-hmm. are doctors, they're those kinds of people that research everything. Mm-hmm. Right. And when they talk to me, I'm like, that's great. Just talk less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I go in I very, didn't understand any of it. Right. They go in very deep detail mm-hmm. about something because they're mm-hmm. so geeked out about it. Mm-hmm. Right? right. Or same same with computer mm-hmm. people that are into computers mm-hmm. and design and things like that. Right. But authenticity is mm-hmm. is the new currency mm-hmm. because it's about connection and communication mm-hmm. and relationship. Right. You know and. And it is tricky because we do think, well, you know, if we're going to be in business, we need to do X. And usually X is what somebody else has done. You know, we're, we're comparing ourselves with them. And, you know, you mentioned for, for some that might be, you know, their, their true self might be being quiet, you know, being that, that introvert. And, you know, and, and, but they're thinking, no, I should be a public speaker. And, ew, I hate that. But, you know, and, and so they force themselves to do it. And unfortunately, then we, we pick up on that. You know, we, we read when they're not being authentic to themselves. And so maybe rather than speaking to hundreds, you speak to 10. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and you're able to really get that message across to, to them in a way that you never could with hundreds or thousands or, you know, or maybe you do online. Gotta love the whole new online world, right? Yeah, you know? we're talking about that. It kind yeah. of it puts a little bit of a... It's a, a shield, a protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a little bit between right. you and a group of people. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good and bad. Mm-hmm. I used to right. laugh because my father, I would ask my father a question. Mm-hmm. Hey, dad, should I do this? And he'd go, well, yeah, that's good and bad. Mm-hmm. He'd always go, yes. And no. Yeah. And, and you're like, like yeah. Like both, <laughs> both sides of it. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, part of it is it's it's a little more difficult to mm-hmm. actually connect with a person's energy and with right. their vibe mm-hmm. when you're um, flattened on mm-hmm. the screen. Right. 
So you actually have to even be more mm -hmm. uh, animated or, right. or alive mm -hmm. in that sense, mm -hmm. or people are going to snooze on you, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> they all yeah. got to check my text mm -hmm. now. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, if, if you're someone who, especially if you do not like public speaking, um, you know, and, and things like that, oh my gosh, to present webinars and things is fabulous. I don't like it. Because I'm not connecting with my audience. You know, I'm like, is there somebody there? Hello? Somebody right. sneeze so that I at least know there's somebody still connected. But for someone who, who doesn't like doing that but wants to get their message out there, webinars are fabulous because yeah. there really right. isn't anybody. Or you might just have, you know, a couple couple people that are there so that you, you know. But, but yeah, you know, it's, it's a great tool. Yeah. Or you don't even have anybody there. You just pre-record and, and post it, um, you know, and, and so that's, you know, and, and we were talking before the thing that technology is really changing mm. how we're having to, to function. And more importantly, technology during a pandemic is really changing things. Um, but, you know, I think we're into this now. What? It, it depends on who you ask, seven months, nine months, you know, whatever. Um, and I think many people are rethinking what they're going to be doing next year and how Absolutely. they're going to be doing business. Um, mm -hmm. I think there are a lot of people who are really going, you know what? I like this work from home thing. I bet I could start a business. Um, yeah. You know, and then I think there's many of us, and, and I was telling you before the program, I'm putting mm -hmm. my little hand up, um, right. who have been doing this for a long time. And now is kind of a good time to be rethinking our mm -hmm. branding, all of those various things. And so it was fun. I was looking on your website and, and you've got the, the keywords there and, and you've got rebel, you've got renegade, you've got revolutionary. And for everybody who just went, oh my God, and panicked, <laughs> it's, it's all right. You know, we're not saying that you're going to go off on a Harley and be doing it. Now, if you like, if you like cool. that, that's fine. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's about coming back to yourself and being authentic. So talk to us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think, you know, um, it's interesting that you bring that up because people do have a response. Mm -hmm. When I say everybody's a rebel, mm -hmm. they're like, no, I'm not. Right. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. That's like, I have my pearls on. <laughs> right. I'm wearing my, my pumps and my pearls, my little black dress. Mm -hmm. But the truth of it is, if you're somebody thinking of starting your own business mm -hmm. or leaving the, the umbrella of the corporate world and, mm -hmm. and starting out on your own, mm -hmm. That's, pretty that's a rebel right there. That's, that's a rebellious move, okay? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I like to say to my audience, even if you don't think of yourself as a rebel, mm -hmm. you actually are. Right. And it's okay to own that. Mm -hmm. It's not like, oh, that's for those people that, you know, don't ever follow a rule or mm -hmm. are just breaking things up. I like to say, you know, rebels with a cause. Mm-hmm. Right. So that you're actually having a purpose mm -hmm. for whatever it is you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think as entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs are people who, A, they look at something and they don't like the way it's going. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, right. whether it's their life, it. whether it's the industry, whatever it is. Yeah, they're like, I could, I could do this differently. I could do this differently. I could do it better. Mm -hmm. I could bring an influence upon it that would mm -hmm. really change mm -hmm. attitude or change people's minds mm -hmm. about something. And I think it's, it's a really an act of service mm -hmm. ultimately. Um, of course the money can be really great. Mm -hmm. There's no, there's no ceiling on that. Mm -hmm. So that's always good too. But I think 
most people, particularly, we were talking about, you know, the times that we're finding ourselves in Mm -hmm. right now. These extraordinary times of being out of control and Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's a little bit of an entrepreneurial Mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. When when you decide to quit corporate America and stay home and open a business in your spare bedroom, you know, we've been doing that for years. (laughs) And it's been scary for years. Yeah, it's that that idea that that um, something should not be fearful mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. Right. To me, fear is the thing when you are afraid of something, mm-hmm. generally, unless you're afraid for your physical well-being. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you are expanding mm-hmm. into something that you don't know how it's right. going to turn out. Mm-hmm. You don't know the answer, maybe, mm-hmm. or even how mm-hmm. you're going to do it. The how becomes less important because you are relying on what I consider the, a very American type of way of thinking, which mm-hmm. is you are going to rely on yourself mm-hmm. and your personal resources right. to friends, family, mm-hmm. people that you meet in business to support an idea. Mm-hmm. You're actually beginning to sell air, right. yeah. <laughs> if you will. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're starting, because you're, you're starting with nothing and building mm-hmm. something, which is a very creative, um, mm-hmm. is a very creative action right. Right. to do that. And I well, think people are looking at it now mm-hmm. because, I mean, it used to be like, oh, I have a job. I'm mm-hmm. safe. Mm-hmm. I know where the money's coming from. Mm-hmm. That's very safe. Mm-hmm. The deal that's coming around is like, mm-hmm. it's not safe to be mm-hmm. that way. Right. My fr- most of my friends mm-hmm. that work for IBM and Sony and all these yeah, big companies. They're a little worried right now. Well, most of them have, have lost their jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're not in an age group where it's a cool thing to lose your job. Right. <laughs> yeah. There, there, there's this little, you know, okay, we're not ready to retire yet, but most companies don't want to hire us because we're a little yeah. older. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, everybody needs to work doing mm-hmm. something, mm-hmm. right? So something. So if you start with a side gig... Mm-hmm. And just keep it going to the level that you like to have extra money, or if you build that out and that becomes your, your what you're actually going to do mm-hmm. most of the time, it becomes very important to understand what you want. Mm-hmm. People don't know what they want, right? Generally, right? We're a little bit like, well, my parents told me what I should mm-hmm. want. My my religion told me what I mm-hmm. should want. Our society mm-hmm. told me what I should want. And then you wake up one day and you're not happy because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, well, I did all the right thing. Right. Yeah. I got married. Mm-hmm. I got kids. I did mm-hmm. this. I did that. Whatever it is. Not saying those things aren't valuable. Mm-hmm. They're very, very mm-hmm. valuable. And understanding who you are mm-hmm. is the most important thing. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, and when you take that leap and maybe start your own business, we're not saying you just leap. <laughs> There's still planning that needs to go into it, and and you know, and, and if you're not that type of person, well, fine. Then you have somebody who helps you. Um, you know, we've had lots of interviews uh, and discussions on this program where we said, you know, okay, there's some legal things you need to do. So you you talk to an attorney, talk to a CPA, all that good stuff. You know, they're the smart people. They're the ones who know how to be doing this. Um, you know, and and but. It, you should be channeling your own passion. You know, you shouldn't be having to figure out, okay, should I be an LLC or an S corp? Okay. That's what other people are for. Unless, you know, that's, you know, but, but yeah, it's, and, 
And in the planning is also where you're expanding, where you're learning. Um, you know, I, I love when I get to talk to authors on this program because, you know, they, they are always, they've always got such great books and I always learn something from, from any of them. Um, you know, and, and so I think that's one of the things too, when you're thinking about, you know, taking a, a next step, whether it's just a, you know, a second gig or, you know, completely doing something new, you do have to learn some new things. Um, even if it's reinforcing what you already knew, then, you know, then you need to be learning. And, you know, I'm one of those people that believes that we should be learning until, you know, the, the, that last, you know, that, that last tick right on long. that clock. Um, you know, and, and so that's, that's kind of the cool part about this too. And again, we're able to expand our horizons. You know, we're, we're not just talking to people at a, a, you know, a local networking thing. We're talking to people around the world, maybe even partnering with them, selling our product with them, all these various things. Yeah, it's extraordinary right now. Mm -hmm. We're talking about that, how everything right. all of a sudden, <clears throat> it was going in this direction, mm -hmm. but all of a sudden it just flipped mm -hmm. into global connections with right. each other because mm -hmm. we have the Zoom or we have, you know, mm -hmm. um, virtual events and, mm -hmm. and ways that people can come together from all over mm -hmm. and all walks and all nationalities. Right. It's, it's really extraordinary. Mm -hmm. right. And I think, you know, the one thing that you were, you were saying is so funny that you were talking about authors because I have a couple of books and I was laughing because I, the first book I ever wrote was called mm -hmm. Laughing Your Way to Loving Yourself. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. 12 Steps, Seven Habits, Four mm -hmm. Agreements, and One Cup of Veggie Soup for the Soul. So it's a little irreverent, mm -hmm. obviously. And, um, From you? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's irreverent, but it has wisdom at mm -hmm. the same time. But I think for me, when I wrote that, with I had a writing partner. Together mm -hmm. we wrote it. I, um, I saw how serious entrepreneurs get right, and how much they beat themselves mm -hmm. up if they don't get the, uh, the response mm -hmm. or the clients or the money mm -hmm. that they want in the time frame that mm -hmm. they think they deserve right. to have it, right? And so that we all need to laugh mm -hmm. at ourselves quite mm -hmm. a bit in order to get through this. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to laugh right now. Oh, yeah. Well, and make mm -hmm. jokes about stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As, as we're recording this, it's the day before election day. Right. Okay. We right. really have to laugh. <laughs> right. We have to kind of crack up at the, at the human condition, mm -hmm. you know, and the, and the way that we are. And I think that um, those things become very, very important. Mm -hmm. And I never thought I could be a writer. Oh, this will make you laugh. So uh, when I was in high school, mm -hmm. I wanted to be an author. I wanted to be a oh, writer. I wanted mm -hmm. to like go into the woods like Emerson mm -hmm. and come out with long hand. Yeah. All mm -hmm. these great stories mm -hmm. and, and ideas and stuff. And I could, I w had dyslexia. So I wasn't really great at spelling or putting a sentence together that, so it made sense. Mm -hmm. So I went into more of the visual because it was easier for mm -hmm. me to represent something visually. Right. And then I got involved in my current business in marketing, branding, mm -hmm. messaging, and it's all writing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and no, I'm, I'm a really good writer. Mm -hmm. It's like really funny, though, for you mm -hmm. know, we have spell check, mm -hmm. talk about technology, right? Yeah. You can go to oh. Grammarly and you can mm -hmm. get your senses put together in a way that makes sense to other people, mm -hmm. which is very helpful. Um, but, you know, when I was growing up, we didn't have that stuff. No, no I, I didn't touch a computer till I was 18. Wow, that was good. They didn't even have computers. I learned 
my, uh, we were doing the magazine on layout boards and right. things mm-hmm. you touch, right? Mm-hmm. Very tactile. Mm-hmm. And then computers came in and they're like, okay, great. So we're, bu- we're buying all sorts of new computers for you. And you get to learn how to do that in three days. <laughs> I was like, all right, no. I got mm-hmm. this. No, I'm kind of the kind of person that's like, I got it. And if mm-hmm. I don't know how to do it, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, we learned how to put the magazines mm-hmm. on online in these these new layout mm-hmm. programs. I think it was right. Quark, mm-hmm. Quark at the time. It would have been Quark, uh, yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Went on to InDesign. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, we learned how to do all that stuff mm-hmm. in a couple of days. Right. Which was mind-boggling mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. You know, and, and it is interesting what technology has done, um, you know, because it really has allowed us to do so much. But, you know, we here in, in Atlanta, you know, last week we had Hurricane Zeta that went through oh. and, you know, and we had no power. So mm. we had no power for a whopping 10 hours. I mean, wah, right? Um, but more importantly, we had no internet for almost two days. Uh, you know, and I'm like, oh my, and my phone didn't want to connect either. I mean, that was the weird thing. And so, you know, I was kind of like in this, what do we do type of thing? And, you know, and it was, it was so neat because I, I, I read, I got out a book because, you know, I didn't have TV either. And now I do have a radio. I actually still have a physical radio. And so, you know, the, the world was still there. Um, and I could use my neighbors with their permission. I could use their internet. But, you know, I didn't want to do too much on, on that and, and all of that. But, you know, it, it did really remind me that for all of us, we still need to know how to kind of do the old school things, you know, how to a writing, you know, I, I love the memes that I see on Facebook that say, you know, if you want to take down an entire generation, make them drive a stick shift and read cursive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, you know, and so sometimes I think technology, we let it do too much for us. And so, you know, that kind of comes back to, to some of the things is, you know, we, we have to rely on ourselves. You know, mm-hmm. if we don't have internet, what are we going to do? Um, you know, all of those various things. And maybe it is that you just take the time, you sit and you read a book. You, you know, in normal times, you go have a glass of wine with your neighbors. Um, you know, all of those various things. But it's, you know, it's, it really is, you know, and maybe it's that you sit down and you're just being introverted and thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking some quiet time. Mm-hmm. It's not overstimulated like right. we are most of the time, right? Oh, yeah. yeah it was weird how totally quiet it was, you know, when we had no power. Um, because there's little things that make noise all the time. And, and granted, you know, we have dogs and we have cats, and so there's still noise going on. But to not have kind of those quiet hums of right. things like the refrigerator and, you know, all of those various things, it was... You know, was, and, and like I said, it was a whopping 10 hours. Um, I have friends who still don't have power, and that's and it's going on, what, four or five days. Um, yeah, that's a silent retreat, oh, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I'm not good at, personally. No, no. I, you, you can tell neither of us do quiet. I mean, yeah. It's good to get off the grid. Mm-hmm. I right. agree with that. I mean, I think the last time I read a book mm-hmm. for fun, not a business book, mm-hmm. which I'm always reading. Mm-hmm. I read a book a week. Um. I told my friends, I'm going off the grid. Mm-hmm. I will not be answering my phone. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest thing was to do. Oh, yeah, no phone. Mm-hmm. Turn off the cell phone. And I'm just going to, uh, you know, drive my car to the beach, mm-hmm. sit on the beach, and read right. a book for like mm-hmm. two days. 
And the first day was torture. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The world's going to stop and you're not going to know it. There's a lot of anxiety, like a lot of I'm disconnected feeling. Mm -hmm. And then it goes away, Mm -hmm. which thank God for that. And And then we enjoyed it. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. fun. It was fun to really read a book Mm -hmm. and and to take that kind of slow. And it's very old school. Mm -hmm. And sometimes old school, people laugh about Mm -hmm. it, but it's got a level of satisfaction Mm -hmm that is not the same, right. different mm-hmm. in, the, in the digital world. Mm-hmm. The other thing that's happened is we all have digital dementia. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to f- call my best friend's phone number, I don't know what it is. No, because we, we, we say Siri call, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we're relying on mm-hmm. the smartphone, which mm-hmm. is actually making us dumb mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in a way. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. You know, when we didn't have power last week, I was, you know, driving somewhere and my neighbors were out and, and you know, uh, they're up a little ways and, and they're a little older. And so I stopped and I said, you know, everything okay? You guys need anything? And we were just kind of chatting and I said, you know, if Russia really wanted to mess with us, they'd take down the power grid. Yeah. Take down the grid. Yeah. Yeah. No, would we make, would not know how to function. Crazy. No. And, you know, Most I people need, don't have mm-hmm. any idea. And I think you know, it, it's fascinating because I love technology. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did when we went into uh, the pandemic mm-hmm. was I bought a Peloton, ah. which is like a giant computer. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ride your bike on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I just love stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love the innovation and the technology right. that's, that's coming mm-hmm. out of this time period. Mm-hmm. And as entrepreneurs, we need to innovate mm-hmm in our own businesses. I know right. we were speaking a little bit about mm-hmm. this in terms of taking everything online. Mm-hmm. That's an innovation for a lot right. of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the things that I'm fascinated by is gamifying mm. the online space. Mm-hmm. Like last night I played Pokemon. Okay, mm-hmm. I'll admit it. It's like really fun because mm-hmm. you get a lot of dopamine when you go mm-hmm. and you Right. Mm-hmm. It's all dopamine. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how can we bring that to our business? Mm-hmm. How can we create um, entertainment and education? Right. You know, some people call it edu- uh, edutainment. Uh, edutainment, yeah. yeah. You know, so how can you create that mm-hmm. and have it be used for good? Right. You know, superpowers can be used mm-hmm. for bad or they can be used for good. Mm-hmm. So I think using them for good mm-hmm. to, to um, engage people. Mm-hmm in your work right. and what you're trying to teach them mm-hmm. is, is extremely important right mm-hmm. now. Right. Right. Well, and, and one of the things that you say is the more fun I have, the more money I make, <laughs> you know, so explain us a little bit more about that because, you know, I think that's one of the things, especially for people who are thinking of setting up their own business. I have to be serious all the time. I can't have fun. Um, you know, all of these things. And as you say, the opposite is true. Yeah. It's kind of like, when I, when I first came out from working at Vogue, mm-hmm. which is very serious, right. by the way, very, very serious, mm-hmm. intense pressure mm-hmm. kind of a place, I started networking mm-hmm. in my Armani suit and acting what I felt was like, this is what professional right. people do. Mm-hmm. You know, you shake hands, mm-hmm. you ask a couple of question, leading questions mm-hmm. to the other person, what do you do kind mm-hmm. of thing which is now I like never do that right but, I don't um, even have a suit it's like you know mm-hmm. nobody remembered me mm-hmm. nobody 
I was just kind of blending in with the herd, Mm -hmm. if you will. And what's becoming extremely critical right now, particularly because we're all online and we're all on Zoom Mm -hmm. and there's so much and so many opportunities, you've got to stand out. Mm -hmm. You've got to be uniquely different. Right. And that comes back to having a point of view Mm -hmm. that's really strong. Right. Um, bringing out the either the nurturing aspect mm-hmm. of who you are or the innovation, mm-hmm. doing things that are um, engaging. I, mm-hmm. I like to use the words surprise and delight people mm-hmm. so that they're like, wow, that's really interesting. Right. Oh, I want to, that title, mm-hmm. like the title of this book I'm reading right now is Normal Sucks. And I was mm-hmm. like, I have to, I have to read mm-hmm. that. You know, I'm just like drawn, drawn to it, right? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, these are the things that are catching people's attention. Mm-hmm. And um, it's super important. And a brand and a message does that. That's right. what it actually does. Mm-hmm. People are like, well, why do I need to brand? And mm-hmm. I'm like, because you need to stand for something. Mm-hmm. You need to represent right. something mm-hmm. that's bigger than you. Mm-hmm. Like the millennials are very, very attuned to this mm-hmm. in terms of they want to work for people that they align with, mm-hmm. that they aspire. Right. There's an aspirational mm-hmm. aspect to it that brings people together. Mm-hmm. Super important right mm-hmm. now. And that's what the brand story, the brand message, mm-hmm. that's what that will do. Mm-hmm. And people are like fumbling around trying to say things mm-hmm. that are very uh, formulaic. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with a formula. Right. But it's kind of like we were saying, uh, authenticity, authenticity, mm-hmm. or transformation, mm-hmm. transformation. You hear it so much, mm-hmm. it loses its uh, value mm-hmm. because it starts to blend in. Right. So then how do you say things that interrupt mm-hmm. what we're all up here mm-hmm. busy doing? Right. And that's where the head whipping hook or the head whipping mm-hmm. identity, brand mm-hmm. identity comes in. You mm-hmm. want your thing to be like, what was that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, that was a, mm-hmm. What was that? I got to go check that mm-hmm. out. You know, it's right. a way of, of grabbing attention. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you bring your value, mm-hmm. right? Then you bring the depth of, of what you do or your mm-hmm. product or your service. Mm-hmm. Well, and what do you tell people who are doing something like, say, they're an insurance agent, or you know, mm-hmm. something that you know is is fairly common, you know, a, a realtor, you know, all of those various things, where it is kind of cookie cutter, you know. Yeah. And so how because you know they might have a corporate, you know, like they might be part of of you know a, a bigger entity, um, but how do they stand out, and and how do they develop that head whipping hook? Um, so that they are standing out from the, the others? Well, it's a, that's a really great question because in, in the insurance side of the industry, there's lots of regulations, mm-hmm. rules and regulations. Right. And financial, so, same thing. You know, there are the yeah. same mm-hmm. kind of restriction. Mm-hmm. So I'm a person who always looks for gray. There's black and white, and then mm-hmm. there's all right. the space. Mm-hmm. In there's the a back. whole bunch of gray. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of gray mm-hmm. in there. And how... You know, I'm a little bit like, uh, I would rather beg for forgiveness than ask for mm-hmm. permission. Right. And I do work with insurance mm-hmm. people and I do work with um, real estate mm-hmm. people. So you've got to start to look at what is my personality? Mm-hmm. If you just start there, 
Right. What are my quirks? Mm -hmm. What are things that I don't tell people? Mm -hmm. Like I just had a, a real estate agent who was a musician. Mm. And I was like, do you use that in your right. business? Do you actually? And he said, no, why would I? Yeah, it was a woman. And mm -hmm. she was like, oh, well, I say we match your melody or your symphony. She uses terminology. Got a little bit in there. Mm -hmm. But it kind of doesn't really land because no one's understanding right. that, right? They're they like, really... yeah, it didn't make sense as to why it yeah. was there. Mm -hmm. So it's, but what if she had know what her client's favorite music is? Ah. And then when she drove them around, mm -hmm. she had a, a CD or tape or mm -hmm. whatever mm -hmm. we do now. She had a stick mm -hmm. with the favorite music mm -hmm. on it, and she played that, mm -hmm. and then she gave it to them as a gift. Right. Now, that's an innovative mm -hmm. way to use mm -hmm. her music background right. in that industry. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe she would get in trouble. No, I can't see that there'd be anything wrong with that. But she would stand out like... Mm -hmm. Nobody's ever done right. that before. Yeah, because then somebody's going to go to Facebook and they're going to say, oh my gosh, this was so cool. We got in the car and she was yeah. playing Madonna. It um, becomes an experience. So what she needs to create is an experience mm -hmm. like no other right? based on who she mm -hmm. is. Mm -hmm. Same way with your insurance people. Mm -hmm. You must create an experience that's unlike anyone mm -hmm. else's experience. Right. And how do you do that? You've mm -hmm. got to look at your own quirks mm -hmm. and your own interests mm -hmm. and find out what your mm -hmm. client's interests are. Right, right. And then, then create something for mm -hmm. them specifically. So it's unique mm -hmm. and it's, it's different for each one. It's mm -hmm. not like, oh, I've got this cookie cutter card and mm -hmm. I send it to everybody or, you know, we all have our picture or whatever. Right. That mm -hmm. stuff is sleepy, okay? Mm -hmm. Very sleepy. Mm -hmm. Like if I was an insurance person, what if you sent inspirational quotes to mm -hmm. people? Right. It would be like, mm -hmm. what is this? Oh, this mm -hmm. is cool. I really like this. Mm -hmm. Oh, right. Oh, it's, it's and then your corporate branding is there. Right. But, it's but, yeah. hard, but it's downplayed. It's not the big in your mm -hmm. face. Right. It's, it's in the signature. It's whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and, and I was thinking, you know, if, if, if you're an insurance person that, you know, maybe family is, is vital to you. Okay. Then you build that as part of your branding. You know, we help your family to survive. Um, or, you know, you're the, the realtor, you know, we help your family to find their forever home, you know, and, and just, you know, a tie in with all of that stuff. And, and, or, you know, maybe, maybe you like working with millennials and, and I mean, the, the, that comes back to a lot of the, the whole marketing thing with knowing who your niche is or your niche um, yes. that, you know, you know exactly who you're going to market to. You know, I, I, I say this time and time again on the program where one of the things that drives me the most nuts is, you know, if you say, well, Anne, tell me who your target market is. And you go, everyone. No. <laughs> everyone with skin. Yeah, yeah. And actually, I have a joke. I, I have a, one like that where we, you know, we asked somebody one time and, and she sold cosmetics. She sold acne products. And so her audience really was everyone with skin because we all have skin. Um, but none of us could think of somebody to refer her to, you That's know, right, it's very broad. Yeah. And, and then when she said, all right, and we, you know, and, and this was a networking group, we sent her home, we mm -hmm. said, think about this. And she came back and she said, I want to work with 16 year old boys who have acne. 
bam, every single one of us knew somebody to refer her to. Um, You know, and and could she sell her acne medicine to me? Sure. I mean, you know, she, you know, but that wasn't her main market. Um, And so that, and and it, it, but it came back to, she had a 16 year old who had acne problems. And so that really was her passion. Um, And, and so, yeah, bring it back in. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I show dogs, very strange. Actually, I'm, my mm-hmm. husband chose the dog. So we have beagles. That's why I have a beagle back here on the oh, shelf behind me. Um, and, you know, and, and so, you know, there, there are ways to tie that in. I mean, this little guy behind me on the shelf, and for those who are, are listening, it's a little beagle. And, of course, he has his mask on because he travels. You know, he's very safe. And, and so he travels mm-hmm. and he does all of these things. And I have people on Facebook who, if track, that's his name. If he hasn't traveled in a while, they ask me what's going on with track. Um, you know, when I posted over the weekend that, oh my gosh, we didn't have power. Several people said, is track okay? <laughs> and, and so that's, that is kind of one of the little things. And is it silly? Is it stupid? Sure. But people remember, oh my gosh, that's the lady who takes the silly stuffed animal with her every place. Exactly. And I, I bet you there's a, a portion of them, Deborah, that have a stuffed animal. Oh, yeah. You know they do. I mean, we all mm-hmm. lie about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. no one's going to know I have the teddy bear. Right. Bear. Yeah. yeah. And, oh, and, like and all these. Yeah. You know, and, and your passion yeah. can be other things, too. You yeah. know, um, I'm a cancer survivor. So that's that's a totally different passion. Um, you know, and, and so, but it, it really does it come back to, you know, those, those words that you have with rebel, renegade, revolutionary, mm-hmm. because we have to find those unique things to set ourselves apart. And, and we're not creating them. I mean, this isn't, oh my gosh, I guess I need to make something up (laughs) because everybody has something that's unique and special to them. Yeah. It's not made up. I think that's a people, uh, kind of a, the, one of the mistakes that people Mm -hmm. think about when they think about branding and messaging Mm -hmm. is that, um, and I joke about this too. It is made up, Mm -hmm. but it is based on, right. It's based on a true Mm -hmm. story, right? Mm -hmm. It's based on fact. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yes, we might magnify it or exemplify it in mm-hmm. a particular way, but it's not putting lipstick on a pig. Right. It's not making something, mm-hmm. it's not making you something that you are mm-hmm. not. Right. It is stretching you, however, because mm-hmm. anytime you're in the entrepreneurial space, mm-hmm. you're going to be pushing your um, comfort zone right. out. There are some people that are born to be entrepreneurs, but that's really pretty rare. I remember I had one of my mentors, Les Brown. He asked me that one time on the radio. Mm-hmm. He goes, well, did you have a lemonade stand as a child? And I was uh, like, oh, no, I didn't do that. I was busy playing with mm-hmm. my brother, and we were running yeah. all over the neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, playing. That's mm-hmm. what I did as a kid. I had a right. vivid imagination. Mm-hmm. My mother was really negative on uh, coloring books, mm-hmm. but she was good with Here's a piece of paper. Ah, okay. Make your own. So you create. Make mm-hmm. your own, right? And she was always like that. She was mm-hmm. always like, I'm not going to give you a structure that's dictating mm-hmm. how you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. She was really way before her time mm-hmm. and super spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I learned um, a tremendous amount about creating from nothing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but have it be about something. Right. And I think that that's what's really important in the branding arena. You must understand who you are. 
Mm-hmm. What makes you fascinating to other people? Right. And we can't see this because this is eyebrow material, okay, mm-hmm. folks? You cannot see your own eyebrows. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. must work with someone right. else. I work with other people. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is mm-hmm. because you have an idea, like mm-hmm. an identity mm-hmm. of who you think you are. Mm-hmm. And you're only going to do and act inside of that mm-hmm. until you expand it. Right into something else. Like when I expanded myself as a public speaker, that was a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, you're so great. It's just so easy for you. And I'm like, are you kidding? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. taking a nap after mm-hmm. this, folks. This is like a lot of energy, mm-hmm. right? Right. Or like, oh, you wrote that book and it was an Amazon bestseller. And oh, that must have been really easy. And I'm like, uh, not exactly. Mm-hmm. That was a big learning experience. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, it's, it's, we need to adjust mm-hmm. our ideas mm-hmm. about who we are mm-hmm. because we'll, you only can create who you think you are. Right. So when you're expanding, all of a sudden you, you start to create things bigger. Mm-hmm. Right. You make more money, mm-hmm. you're in front of more people. And like you were saying, whether that's on the video mm-hmm. or on Zoom or if it's live, mm-hmm. you're going to be expanding. That's just, the name of the game mm-hmm. until you use yourself up and you slide into home right, right. <laughs> and no, you this lifetime. Yeah. I love the people that, you know, that do different things, you know, they'll do this for a while and then they're like, okay, I'm going to do that for a while. Um, you know, and, and I mean, and there are people who going to work in corporate America that's what they want to do. They need that structure. You know, they don't, you know, and, and my husband, great example of that. He has worked for the same company since he got out of college, um, you know, and fingers, toes, and eyes crossed. It will stay that way until he's ready to retire. But yeah, you know, but, but for him to think about being off on his own, no, I mean, that just, that is, that is so not who he wants to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and, but for others, you know, we, we do have this itch, you know, and, and some of it is, let's be honest, we don't want to be told what to do, um, right. you know, and, and, but, but, you know, you mentioned it before, we were also thinking, I can do that better. Mm-hmm. or differently. Um, you know, I, I talked to somebody one time and, and uh, they'd started a landscaping business. And I'm like, oh, you know, do you like cool. working in dirt or doing whatever? And they said, no, nah, the ones we worked with had a horrible customer service and we knew we could do that better. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, and, and, and they were known for their customer service. Um, right. you know, and, and so that's, that kind of falls in that realm too, is, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be, I can build that widget better it's I can provide that widget better, or I can mm-hmm. make people more happy with that widget. Um, all of those things, and and you know, and that that is scary because in many ways it's flying in the face of you know, you know uh, what I you know we all in marketing we're always told that now what problem do you solve? What pain are you fixing? Well, eh, that might not really be what you need to be thinking about. Well, it's always important to understand that you are solving a problem. Right. Yeah. Because if you invent sliced bread, that's great. But everybody else has sliced bread too. Right. So when people come to you to get their Mm -hmm. problem solved, Mm -hmm. but I think um, what's interesting is that we are in a time Mm -hmm. where the expectation is the customer service is going to be really good. The expectation Mm -hmm. is you're going to talk to people and Mm -hmm. not just be like an algorithm mm-hmm. like Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. I get in trouble on Facebook and I 
can't, there's no one to talk to, right? Mm-hmm. Or many, many online things are like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and people want to be able to uh, talk to a human being. Mm-hmm. Right. It's really, really important. Mm-hmm. So I think um, all those things come into play. Mm-hmm. And when your brand is really strong, mm-hmm. people already know what to expect. Right. They know what they're going to get. You mentioned earlier Harley, right? Mm-hmm. And freedom, you know, and Harley is all about rebels right. and freedom, mm-hmm. right? And they market to women now. You know, they have women, right. bikes for women and mm-hmm. this and that. And you would never, they would never be selling you a scooter. No, no. Because that's yeah, it might be smaller, but it's still a hog. <laughs> it's not irreverent. Mm-hmm. It's not irreverent. A scooter is more like a sophisticated European mm-hmm. Right. kind of thing, mm-hmm. right? And kind of artful and, mm-hmm. and things like that. It has a different flavor. So when you're building a brand and your message, you want to land on your flavor. That's mm-hmm. why these cards are so interesting because mm-hmm. it helps you get to at least the first mm-hmm. level right. of digging into uh, what you're going to identify mm-hmm. as your particular flavor, mm-hmm. your particular take on something, mm-hmm. how you see the world, how you can be different. Mm-hmm. All those things are of maximum importance mm-hmm. right now. It's not right. even like yeah. you get to. You actually have mm-hmm. to. <laughs> right. And and a lot of that is because, you know, as much as we like to think we, we're not unique. You know, there's there's not one, I mean, you know, even even, you know, I saw this the other day that, you know, that Elon Musk is now worried because other companies are developing electric cars. Um, you know, and and so Tesla is no longer, you know, it, yes, it is still, but of course, the big thing is they're developing them less expensively, um, you know, and, and so all of these things. And so we're not, you know, I hate to break it to everybody. We're not special, but we can set ourselves apart and we have to because when everybody's kind of on that same level playing field or we could buy the product or service from 500 other people, we have to set ourselves apart. Yeah. You have to find your voice, your mm-hmm. unique essence, right. your voice. I call it your voice, your vibe, mm-hmm. and your mm-hmm. message. Right. Must find. Mm-hmm. So like Elon Musk is like Apple. Mm-hmm. People are going to go there and Mm -hmm. buy that because Mm -hmm. of the design, Mm -hmm. who he is, all these things, right? Mm -hmm. Like Steve Jobs wasn't selling computers. No, he was selling the experience. Yeah, he was selling the experience. Mm -hmm. He was selling that the little guy could be as as powerful Mm -hmm. as the big guy, that it was all about simplicity, Mm -hmm. design, and expression. Why was that? Steve was OCD. Mm -hmm. He had to do that. Mm He had to make it simple. Mm-hmm. That's just, so you want right. to look at your own self. Mm-hmm. A lot of times we hide these things. Like mm-hmm. I was saying, I'm dyslexic and, and uh, things like that. Well, I use it to create titles mm-hmm. right. and create words that mm-hmm. other people don't even think about because mm-hmm. I made a mistake <laughs> most of the time. Right. And you're like, ah, uh, sure. I did that on purpose. Right. And people mm-hmm. are always calling me out on it. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's interesting to see the attention mm-hmm. that you can get. And I'm not, not even meaning to, truthfully, right. mm-hmm. but it's to my benefit. Mm-hmm. So people come to work with me because they know they're going to get unique and interesting mm-hmm. ideas right. that really are innovative for their field. 
Right. And that's that's the whole selling point. You can go to any other branding people and mm-hmm. get some of the ABCs mm-hmm. of branding that I, I teach as well. Mm-hmm. Right, but because it, it is, there are fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. there's a lot of fundamentals to it. So that becomes, um, you know, it's not a distinguishing factor. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, if you're, you're in real estate, you're doing what everybody else is mm-hmm. doing to sell the house. Right. So it's not about the tactics and the mm-hmm. strategies. It's about the uniqueness of right. who you are right. and how can you bring that mm-hmm. to your business. Right. You know, and, and I know that there are some people who are thinking, well, but not everyone will like that brand of my unique. Yeah. Well, okay. You probably don't want to be working with them anyway. Um, like, you know, and, and whatever it is, yeah, it's like, yeah, there are enough people out there. You know, and, and so, you know, if somebody doesn't like that version, you know, like if, like I was saying, you know, I'm frequently told to shh, calm it down. <laughs> and, you know, and so there are some people who I'm just going to overwhelm. You know what? I know that. And, but it's better that they figure that out from my website, from my Facebook posts, from whatever, than we get halfway down the road of working on a project and and can't do it anymore. You know, same thing with, you know, say a realtor, you know, if, 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 you know, if you're not on the same page, then you shouldn't have started that book. Yeah. I think that the, the problem, <clears throat> particularly for women, mm-hmm. men are a little bit different because they got raised mm-hmm. uh, differently to like right. push each other around, slap mm-hmm. each other on the back and stuff yeah. like that. Right? Those good old sports <laughs> analogies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're just, they're just really trained differently, mm-hmm. but women want to be liked. Right. We want to a, please people. Right. On a really deep level. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the biggest things you, you want to start to loosen and mm-hmm. let go. Mm-hmm. The people that like you are going to like you. Right. It's like dating. Okay? Yeah. The people that are going to fall in love with you are going to fall in love with mm-hmm. you. The other people are going to, they're right. not going to be interested. And that's great. They go off on their own and, and find their, their person. Mm-hmm. Well, oh my gosh, Ann, we are almost at the top of the hour. See, this is why I set a timer because we could be going forever. Tell us about how you, you know, what services do you provide and how do you work with folks? Well, that's really great. You know, I, I'm taking, I, like everyone else, I'm innovating. I'm taking my trainings and, mm-hmm. and my group coaching mm-hmm. online. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've just, I'm just launching a group program. I'm really proud of it. It's, it's really cool. It's your voice, your vibe, your message, and how to monetize Mm -hmm. so that you can make six figures and Mm -hmm. probably mid six figures in this particular model before you need to do some Mm -hmm. other things. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I I meet a lot of people that want to make, you know, I ask them, what do you want to make? And they're like, I want to make 100K. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's so great. So here are the foundational pieces Mm -hmm. that you need Mm-hmm. to put together, to start. And you don't have to be perfect, okay, right. people? You just have to get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You actually have to do mm-hmm. some work and go out and test it mm-hmm. in the market and mm-hmm. do some things. But we have all the foundational structure for that. Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited about that. So if people are interested in that, they can reach out to me um, at ann at annbennettmarketing.com. Perfect. A N N. Uh, if they, if they want to go to the website, it's not there, <laughs> but you can get you the know, cobbler's you kids. You know, we never quite do well, our own stuff. <laughs> I'm busy working people. I'm busy working. Um, haven't got the website up for that, but you could just say, Hey, or if you want to talk to me, mm-hmm. um, that's even better. Cause right. I like to get to know people. Mm-hmm. So if they want to have a, a conversation with me, 
Um, you can do that. Okay. Uh, should I put my calendar in here? Um, you know, send it to me and we'll put I'll it in the, it. the notes for the show. Yeah. So um, people can reach out yeah. on my calendar mm-hmm. and we can talk mm-hmm. about where they're at and what they're mm-hmm. doing. And if, if I have something that's mm-hmm. appropriate for them, right. there's also a lot of free, how to network mm-hmm. free stuff, how to build a website, mm-hmm. like what you need, like mm-hmm. the essence of what you need cool. that you can get on the website. I love it. I love it. And again, that's Anne bennettmarketing.com um so you know this this has really been great this has been so much fun and we could go on forever um which all that just means is we have to chat again um oh. you know and and so that'll that'll be fun we'll we'll you know look forward to having you on again but are there any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with i think you know the biggest thing that people need to understand is that this is not a game that you play by yourself. Mm -hmm. This is a game where you get yourself a mentor, a coach, Mm -hmm. and work through the pieces that you need to get. And sometimes you can come in and just come for a particular piece. Like Mm -hmm. I do individual pieces as well. But what I find for most of my clients is there's a hole in the bucket Mm -hmm. somewhere. It's usually in the message. Mm-hmm. it's not working out for you it's in the messaging mm-hmm. or it's in the offer you mm-hmm. thought you made an offer everybody wanted mm-hmm. but you didn't ask anybody <laughs> if they wanted it mm-hmm. right you people thought it was great want, but mm-hmm. let me know people want what they want mm-hmm. so you want to be giving them that whatever mm-hmm. that is so i think the biggest thing in branding is really to understand your quirks your interests uh, what breaks your heart and what mm-hmm. makes you hop and mad mm-hmm. so that you can use those things to separate and distinguish mm-hmm. yourself. For like you said, we're not that much different as human being as Maslow's hierarchy of need. We mm-hmm. all have the same needs. Right. Yeah. We all have to eat. We still, you know, all those various family, things. Family, love, mm-hmm. you know, recognition, all mm-hmm. these things are important to us as a human being. And we are uniquely different mm-hmm. in our personalities and mm-hmm. in our interpretation of something. And that's where it gets really, really interesting. I love it. I love it. Well, this has been so much fun. And, and like I said, I can't mm-hmm. wait to do it again. Um, again, Ann Bennett can be found at annbennettmarketing.com. So please go check that out. Um, I am Deb Creer. I've been having an absolutely wonderful time talking with Ann Bennett. Can't wait to do it again. And everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.